what is going on you guys welcome back to another video filming this video from hawaii i got a two stocks to buy video for you guys you know back in the day i used to watch ppc ian he would go to hawaii and film these videos i thought it was always so cool and now that's where we are it's about 6 6 a.m in the morning the sun is just coming up i've got ava with me here if you hear her kind of squeaking around, but I do have some notes together. I'm happy to put together a little video here. and Yeah, this is just awesome. <laughs> she loves it here. She loves the birds. Is that a bird? Look, it's a bird. Hi, bird. <laughs> she kind of just learned what birds are, but this is actually my first real time in Hawaii in a since I really am older. The poke we had the other day was just insane. If you guys have ever had poke from Hawaii, let me know. But um, yeah, let's get on into the, the video here today. I wanna start with an American stock, which is the company Berkshire Hathaway, ticker BRK.B, trading at $313 per share. I just wanna say a quick word. Do you guys remember not long ago, like literally maybe two years ago, when people were saying Kathy Wood was the next Warren Buffett? Like, do you remember that? Leave a comment down below if you do. Going through the Reddits, uh, seeing the articles when Kathy Wood was obviously doing very well from her Tesla shares and Warren was kind of, people were saying outdated, kind of slow moving, didn't want to deploy his cash. And keep in mind, this is when, you know, SPACs were the place to be. It's when IPOs were hitting the market and they were up, you know, 70% right off the bat. And a lot of people were saying legitimately that Warren Buffett had kind of lost his weights. He was sitting on too much cash. He was missing on too many too many returns. Well, let's fast forward today. We obviously know how this situation has played out. Kathy Wood's stocks are down, you know, geez, what are they? 70, 80% with all the small caps. Warren Buffett is looking pretty darn smart to have been patient and now in a position to capitalize on the market. You know, the patient value investing style has always, always resonated with me. And it's just such a, such a funny example. Now, what do you know? Warren Buffett, the greatest, greatest investor of all time. Maybe he was right about kind of waiting things out and uh, stashing cash. Even his words on things like Bitcoin and cryptocurrency are starting to look a little more true, wouldn't you say? You know, at the time, it's very hard to argue. It's very hard to come out and say that he's not supportive of a Bitcoin when it's reaching new highs and whatnot, but we see it now, it is a very different story. Nevertheless, I just find that freaking hilarious. Isn't that hilarious that the greatest investor of all time gets kind of dogged on and ragged as investors just flock to whatever's of course doing well over the short term it's a classic case of how the stock market works and uh, you know the saying be fearful when others are greedy, greedy greedy when others are fearful well hey this is a pretty good example of that in my opinion nevertheless uh moving on into berkshire hathaway stock well if you did follow along and a lot of this data you can get from dataroma.com which is what i use uh, as a good source they did add some stocks in the recent quarter so they added to oxy they added to Paramount Global and they added to Restoration Hardware. Not massive positions. These were actually little bumps in the big scheme of things. But they made a big $4 billion investment into Taiwan Semiconductor. A little while back, I did a video on Taiwan Semiconductor saying that a stock that I thought may be offering a good value. If, of course, you're supportive, not necessarily supportive, like you support uh, Asia and Taiwan. But uh, it was a stock that I felt was... Uh, providing an, op an opportunity in terms of price. We just did a video on semiconductors before I left for this vacation. Taiwan is the player in the space when it comes to semiconductors. The world runs on semiconductors. And it's very fascinating to me, despite these uh, tensions between China and Taiwan and this invasion, 
that you have the greatest investor of all time, who again, I think is coming back into a, a positive light, is very, very interesting when you see him as well as Munger, you know, going out obviously and taking their bets on, on Asia. One positive as well with Berkshire Hathaway, they did buy back a billion dollars of shares in the previous quarter. And if you follow Warren Buffett, you know he's not um, not the most bullish investor on uh, buybacks, but hey, they've been buying back stock. I believe that indicates that they're liking where their shares are at and the price that they're trading at. This company, despite unloading some of their cash, they are still sitting on eight, $108 billion of cash. With a company like Berkshire Hathaway, I don't think it's expected to understand everything that's going under the hood within the company and all these different companies because I sure as heck don't but it's more or less putting faith and guidance in the com in the in the people steering the ship it doesn't get much better than the dynamic duo of Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett I wouldn't say that this is a deeply discounted stock at the moment like others but I do think we're paying a very fair price Morningstar does indicate a slight discount at about 15 percent but nevertheless, one stock to buy and a stock that I think is a great hold just in the portfolio for years to come is Berkshire Hathaway, again, trading at $300 USD. Moving on to stock number two, I got a Canadian one for you guys. This stock that I added just last week. Remember, you can follow me over on Blossom to see and keep up with what I'm doing, but it is the company TD Bank. Old, reliable TD, trading at $92 per share Canadian with the 4.16% dividend. And yeah, there was tons of discussions within our Discord amongst Blossom, really everywhere I was looking, with the banks reporting their earnings, they had a very good quarter. Net income up 20% year over year, 5% 5, 5 adjusted. Big news that excites me, of course, as a dividend investor was the 8% increase to the dividend. Up on the screen, you're looking at a pretty complex chart, but essentially over the past decade, this has been a great dividend growth story. This has been a great dividend growth story along with the capital appreciation. We got a compound annual growth rate of the dividend over five years at 8.6%. We've seen that higher up in the tens and twelves at some point. Of course, during COVID, they did have a little uh, non-raising period, but that was just the nature of the, the field that they operate in. The banks were all kind of like that, but essentially they've increased their dividend from 89 cents per quarter to 96. Again, representing a beautiful 4.15% starting yield if you are not in the stock already. In these challenging times, I do feel a lot of certainty investing in the banks. I say this pretty much every video, so I'm basically repeating myself. And this would go for RBC as well, which obviously had big news this week as well, buying out HSBC Bank, essentially cementing, making these two companies even stronger monopolies or uh, duopolies, oligopolies, whatever you'd call them in the Canadian space. I think that during these challenging times with interest rates going up, inflation high, banks and the financial industry do tend to perform very well. They do, in a sense, benefit in many regards with various segments of their business from the higher interest rates. As well, it's just for the most part, people are going to continue paying their bank fees. I saw a Reddit post saying, you know, as a TD shareholder, you hate paying your little monthly fees. You hate paying your little dues here and there, but it all comes back around to you if you are a shareholder. And uh, clearly we saw that with the nice 8% dividend boost. So geez, not much to say here other than an old reliable stock, very similar to Berkshire where we're not getting a deep value compared to some other companies, but these are just two steady, steady holds that, especially if you've been kind of struggling amongst your stock picks over the years, over the year, and you come across times like now where you're unsure of what to add, it can always be very comforting to add to these stable, reliable companies. And I think it gets no better than Berkshire Hathaway and TD in that regard. So, hey guys, I'm gonna wrap it up there. I just wanted to put something together for you guys. We're actually celebrating our one year anniversary. So our wedding anniversary comes up this week and this is our 10th year of dating. So our 10 year uh, dating anniversary and then one year you know, wedding anniversary. So a nice special one. So I promise I wouldn't do too much work. 
but hey Viv's still upstairs sleeping and like I said it's early so I figured I'd come slap this out for you guys if you guys enjoyed the video do not hesitate to give it a big thumbs up subscribe if you're not already subscribed let me know down in the comments below what stocks you guys been looking at what stocks you guys been buying of course the Academy as always is down there if you are looking for courses and training in the stock market but as always I thank you guys for watching checking out from beautiful Waikiki but yeah thank you guys for watching hope you enjoyed the video I will see you in the next one bye bye